You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, have you ever wondered how I generate thousands of inbound leads per year using LinkedIn? Well, this episode is sponsored by my guide, The Ultimate Guide to Generating Inbound Leads with LinkedIn. This is the definitive guide on how to consistently generate inbound leads using LinkedIn and social selling. So if you want a copy of that guide, just send a text to 44222 with the word L-I guide, all one word, L-I guide to 44222, or you can go to my website at askdennisbrown.com forward slash guide. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. As a matter of fact, he's a repeat guest and he's my resident Google ad expert. His name is Oliver Choiko. He's with Triple R Marketing. And back in episode, oh, I don't even know what episode it was, but it was a bonus episode we did where we talked about one of my favorite ways to convert website visitors into customers after they leave your website. That was a super popular episode. Oliver did a great job breaking that down talking about remarketing and all that. But today we have a different topic, but we are going to stay on Google ads and we're going to talk about how to generate leads and sales by using Google ads, but more in the cold traffic where it can really start to scale up. But before I spill the popcorn in the lobby, let me welcome my friend Oliver. Thank you. Happy to be here. How are you, buddy? I'm uh, great. You know, uh, now it's October. It's uh, getting close to the end of the year and uh, excited for anything new that comes about, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we talk quite often because you manage some of my Google ad campaigns and you've done a great job at that. We've done a lot of remarketing over the last six months and we've kind of nailed it down and finally got some good conversions. And I'm real happy about that. And definitely want to say thank you to you and Matt and everybody over at Triple R. But today I wanted to talk about something. I thought it was interesting. I wanted to have you back on because we're, we've kind of pivoted a little bit to try to add some We've been doing all remarketing, but now we're focusing in on cold audience because we want to scale up. The remarketing only scales so far because it's based on your your remarketing bucket, so to speak. But now we're going to talk about scaling up more of a cold type of a a campaign. And so, you know, we we just did, just launched, literally just launched a campaign. So we wanted to share it with the audience, kind of like a case study. And then we're going to report back in a few months. Uh, I'll have Oliver back on and report in a few months and see how this campaign is actually doing how it's evolved, what we've learned, how it's converting. And so that's kind of what we're going to describe today. You ready to rock? Yes, I am. Let's do it. All right. So why don't you take the lead and kind of describe what we did or, you know, this whole new campaign, this new cold approach, break it down for the audience, and then I'll jump in whenever, you know, whenever needed. Perfect. So what I want to start off with is the fact that with the cold audience or, you know, just a regular search campaign and in Google ads terms, it's just a regular search campaign, aka cold audience. Something that you would do first before you would have an audience. So we did the remarketing first because you already had the audiences and everything, right? You already had that established. But this is for somebody that's fresh into advertising. This is the type of campaign you would build first to build up the audience list to start remarketing to. So we kind of went 
backwards, but at the same time, doesn't hurt that we did in that order either because we already had an audience established. Yeah. I had existing traffic going yeah, to yeah. my website, to my blog. So we looked to monetize that audience first, but it doesn't necessarily have to work in that order. I totally agree. It makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. And then really what we, the cold audience, the regular search campaign, we're just going after similar keywords to what we're already going after, just making it more in a sense, brand awareness saying, Hey, we're here. This is my product and offering that we are providing. Check us out and get you to the website or get the consumer to the website. And that's what we're doing, right? So we're bringing them to the website, which will help build our list even more, which over time we can, we can remarket to them because we know that many people just don't make a decision right off the bat the first second that they land on something. So that's how it all ties in. Yeah. So we're trying to get new audience that hasn't visited my website, new people that haven't discovered us yet to come to the website, like you said, create some brand awareness, start developing that relationship. But for me, equally as important, what I'm trying to do is gather an email address. I'm trying to collect an email address. So we took a, we kind of took an interesting approach on this. We went back and forth and talked about this whole concept of, of doing a quiz, right? So most of the time when you're looking, particularly in this niche, which I'm not going to dive into right now what the exact niche is, but normally when you, when you see the type of competitor ads, they're usually all direct to buy ads. They're, they're saying, hey, uh, you search for this keyword, we're offering this product or this solution and it goes to a direct buy, right? And what we did is we took a little different approach. We did a quiz, right? So this quiz is very honed and focused towards that target market that would be searching for those keywords. And the way the quiz works is pretty simple. You know, you click on the, the ad that says, you know, take this quiz. And it's, again, it's very niche down to that specific audience. It brings them over to a web page, much like it would normally bring them to a buy page, but it brings them to a quiz where they take, let's say, an eight or 10 question quiz that's very honed and specific to that niche, which allows you to segment that audience. It allows you to gather a lot of data points on that audience. And then in order to get the results of their quiz, they have to enter their email address. And that's the thing that's really exciting to me beyond, you know, putting them in a remarketing bucket that we can remarket to them. I love collecting emails. I'm a big email guy and I love marketing to people passively long-term through email because I've seen great results with that. So that's, that's kind of what the funnel looks like. It goes from a Google ad that's talking about this quiz that brings them to the quiz. Before they can get the results of the quiz, they have to enter the email. But what's really cool, once they enter their email, they get the results, but then we also make an offer, right? So we make an offer at that point. You want to talk about the offer? Or do you want me to continue on? You can go ahead and continue. Yeah. So the offer on the thank you page is basically the ability to enroll in a webinar, right? It's an educational webinar where they can get more information specific to that niche. And it's a really good hook. That webinar has produced really well for me over the years. And then on the back end of that webinar, first of all, they register for the webinar, which allows me to segment them further and start sending more emails out. But also what happens is on the back end of that webinar, it offers them a trial offer. It makes them a special offer where they can get enrolled in this product. And so that's the basic sales funnel, right? And the reason why we decided to go this way for me was, again, I wanted to refill the, the marketing, the remarketing bucket. I wanted to gather the email address and I wanted to obviously put an offer in front of them where I might be able to get a, a sale. So okay. talk to me how... Give me your two cents on this. What were your thoughts about this when I presented this idea to you and, you know, share a little bit of your thoughts on it. 
I think it's great. You know, um, I think it's a great way to get people engaged. You know, they land on the website, they do the quiz. So they're already engaged. They already searched for this particular product or service. So they've already expressed their interest. So you're already bringing them in. And if you don't capture, if they don't convert, you know, and they don't do the, the trial offer or whatever, you now have them in the audience list. So now when they're searching for the same product or service while they're doing research, you're hitting them with another app with a pretty much similar offer because you know what? They may have not got to the webinar. They may have not seen the offer. So now we're presenting the offer on a search standpoint, the same offer that you get at the end of the webinar, but now you're pretty much hitting them in every way. They go all the way through, you hit them with an the offer. And if they don't, you're now serving new ads to them, or not new ads, the search for marketing ads to them that present that offer as well. Yeah. And what we talked about was the reality is it's probably not going to get as good of a return on investment as the remarketing, but at the same time, it's going to fuel the remarketing, right? Like you just described, it's going to build the email address, which allows us to build that long-term relationship. But one of the things that I, I thought was really interesting and we talked about before we hit record was how our ads, you know, and again, we just launched these ads in the last week. So we're just starting to gather data. We're just starting to see some conversions. It's going to take a little bit of time to try to do that, make adjustments before we'll be able to give any real update. But ultimately, the thing that I liked about it was as opposed to all of the ads being direct buy ads, our ad stands out because it's not directly trying to sell the product. It's trying to help educate. It's trying to help inform. It's trying to help serve the audience in a way that's non-salesy. And I, you know, I think that hook, I like that approach of a hook. You see that a lot on Facebook and other platforms, but I'll be honest with you, I don't see that a lot on Google. I see a lot of direct buy ads, right? Especially when it's an online product, whether it be an info product or an e-com product. I mean, what's your take on that? You know, I think that's very true just because the fact that many people want to have that results right away. Oh, if I'm not getting ROI on this ad, then why am I running it, right? But I think this is great for long, over time per se, right? Because over time is gonna help generate more sales with remarketing and through other efforts and channels. So you may be spending more money up front now, but it should trickle down eventually. And you're absolutely right because many people always wanna have you to buy their product, buy their product, buy their product or service, but this isn't necessarily trying to get you to get anything. You can do this you know, quiz, do the webinar, and you can leave. And you got some information out of it, right? So I think it's something better than what you always see someone trying to sell you something. Yeah. So I think that you know, my goal, and I think I talked about this a little bit with you on this cold audience versus the remarketing. Just so you guys know, on the remarketing campaigns we're running, we're getting three, four, five times return on ad spend, right? So it's pretty good right? I mean, it kind of ranges in there. The high end is a little bit towards five times. Three to five times is the range that we're getting on return on ad spend. That means for every 10,000 you spend on ad spend, you're getting 30 to 50,000 back, right? That's an example of how that might work in a remarketing. But on the cold side, you know, my goal with this campaign is really, if I can just return, if I can break even on the front end of this ad campaign, this cold campaign, this quiz campaign that we're talking about, I think it'll be a huge win because again, now that's going to, it's going to have a ripple effect. Number one, I'm going to be able to, you know, engage them more with email. And number two, that remarketing. I know we keep on beating a dead horse, but this is a different approach. And what I like to do with you, the audience, and the reason why I brought Oliver in is because I like to share with you the things that I'm actually doing rather than just pontificating about 
some concept or some idea or, you know, I like to actually share the things that I do. And I try to do that throughout my journey. And with Oliver, you know, Oliver is my, my Google guy, right? Anytime I have a Google ad question, anytime I have any concerns or ideas, I bounce them off him. And then, you know, we, we go to testing those ideas. And so I wanted to get his take on it. I know that he's excited about it. I'm excited about it. And again, it's just a different way to try to scale up outside of remarketing. Again, it's yet to be seen whether it's going to convert, but we shall see. So we're going to give you guys an update in a few months. And so anything else you want to add about that? Because I know there's one or two other things you were going to talk about. You know, it's just the purpose of this campaign is just like your basic search campaign is you're capturing the search, you know, search capture, you know, people are already looking for it. And there's just a great way to get everything started. You can even consider this as a brand awareness just because you're doing the quiz, right? So it's a little bit of both. It's more search capture, but also brand awareness. And, you know, the, the biggest thing is when you have these type of audiences, you want to make sure you're, you're not serving these ads to people who've already visited your website. So that's also very important. So you have to make sure you're negative them out. So that way you're only really going to hit people who are searching. Otherwise, you're going to be competing against yourself, increasing your cost, and it just doesn't do you any good. So ultimately, make sure to always exclude the remarketing list or audience from the regular search or cold campaign. Yeah, that's a great point. You mentioned something else in the pre-interview where we were talking, kind of framing this all together, where you were talking about some of the data that you're gathering based on some of the different audiences. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Absolutely, sure. So Google has this already predefined audiences. You have affinity audiences, you have in market audiences, you can even do custom audiences, but let me just touch base more so on in market audiences. So what you can do is select all audiences when you do a search in Google, whatever is available, obviously you got to start off with your normal keyword. If something doesn't come up as an audience, you got to think of outside the box, like what kind of people interest in market people would consider my product or service. And it's a great way to add all those audiences in Google terms, you set it as observation. So that way you're not only bid, only serving ads to those audiences, you're pretty much serving ads to them and also anybody else outside of the audience. And over time, 60, 90, 120 days, depending on how much you spend and how much traffic you get, you can then start to see which audiences are actually truly producing results. And then you can bid more aggressively towards those people and less aggressively towards the audiences that are not converting per se. Yeah, that's the reason why I have you because that's getting down into like the weeds and really ninja where you've got to understand, you know, exactly which audience are converting and which ones you want to bid more for. And that's the reason why, again, you know, I've learned a lot in the last whatever it's been. It's probably been close to a year now. I mean, it's been over six months, Mm -hmm. uh, probably close to a year. I think it was this past fall when we we first started working together. But I'm still kind of a neophyte in that respect. And that's why I rely heavily on you guys. And and listen, just so you guys know, I'm going to put it out there. I've been very transparent. I mean, Oliver's my guy. I work with him day in and day out, him and Matt at Triple R. If you guys ever have any questions, just reach out to him. We'll make sure he has his contact information in the show notes where you guys can reach out and have a conversation. He'll be glad to answer any questions you have. All right, cool. So we're going to wrap up that part. There was some new news, some, something that just happened recently. You want to cover that for a minute or two? Something, I think there's a new product or a new type of ad on Google. You want to talk about that for a minute? Sure. So this was released, I don't know, two, three, four months ago. I can't, I can't pinpoint when it was actually released, but it's a newer campaign type. And it's, it's Google's version of almost like social media where you target audiences, which we were just talking about, where 
people can discover your product or service. So I've started this campaign. It's called the Discovery Campaign, if I haven't mentioned it yet, but it's called Discovery Campaigns. And it's great to increase brand awareness, engagement, and it's a bit more interactive ad. So somewhat like a display ad, but it's not. And additionally, you, you can add more images, headlines, description lines. You, you pretty much put more information in there. And where these ads show up, they show up on Google Discovery Feed, on Gmail, and YouTube. So those are multiple channels that people are on where you're, you're hitting them, especially for like brand awareness. And one good example is I'm running this for a credit card for a bank, a credit card promotion. And when it comes to that industry, credit card keywords, terms are pretty costly. Your average around $10, give or take. You can have a lower depending on how you optimize and everything, but I'm not trying to go in that direction. But re relatively speaking, the cost per clicks are higher. So using a discovery campaign for credit card offer, a promotion is a great way to get you out there at a lower cost and not spend so much per click. Yeah, perfect. And that goes hand in hand, you know, why with another update that you had mentioned, something about how anytime there's a credit related product, now you can't target by zip code. So that kind of goes hand in hand because that same credit card offer is limited on the way they can target now. Isn't that correct? In a sense. So basically um, anything that's related to credit lending, credit, anything, Google is making it to where you cannot, what's the word I'm looking for? You can't exclude them. You can't exclude, exclude them. Disqualify people if they have low income, depending on where they're at, living, et cetera. Google wants to give an equal opportunity for anybody to get that promotion. So really, they're not allowing you to target zip codes specifically. So if you know that these zip codes in Florida, for example, are low income and you know for a fact that they're not going to generate any leads, Google's not allowing you to do that now. They want you to provide that offer to everybody. So it's really zip code targeting. You can't target or exclude zip codes anymore. You have so to you can do that. You just can't do it for credit related products. Yes, correct. So you can do it for anything else. We don't, I don't want to miss people to misunderstand. Absolutely. You can still correct. use that type of targeting. But what's really interesting is that whole new discovery campaigns. It, again, it shows up on different channels. I'm still learning a little bit about it. And I know that that's something that we might try to deploy in the future. We'll keep you okay. guys posted on that. Anything else you want to add before we go? That new update for the zip codes is coming out on the 19th. So it needs to be, if anybody's advertising or whatever, make sure if you're doing anything credit related to have zip codes all out by that time, by October 19th. Love it. Perfect. Well, listen, my friend, appreciate it. Let everybody know how they can reach out to you, learn more about Triple R Marketing, learn more about how they you know, might be able to start generating leads and sales with Google, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Awesome. You can uh, get me at oliver at triplerrmarketing.com. That's my email. Or you can contact me directly on my cell phone number, which is 941-356-4481. I'm more than happy to help answer any questions you may have or just get something going. Love it. And I'll definitely put that link in the show notes. Really appreciate you, my friend. We will have you back on in a few months to kind of give an update to everybody of this cold quiz campaign that we put together. And uh, we'll talk soon. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.